Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about linguistical diversity in India. Although it's a shorter podcast, I think that it has a lot of information that will be super interesting. I hope all of you enjoy. Linguistical diversity is something that persists throughout many places. It tells of the different dialects and languages that are spoken in an area. In the world, it is believed that there are over 6,500 languages spoken worldwide, each different and unique to a culture. Being Indian myself, I've always been intrigued to see the different languages spoken in India. I had grown up only knowing of around two languages from personal experience and was much surprised myself when I found out when doing research that there are so many more. India, being one of the most linguistically diverse countries in the world, makes it very interesting to learn about. Each language is different. In fact, many come from totally different language families, and many are spoken to this day. Throughout India's rich history, there have been many different languages spoken. There are 23 languages officially recognized. The six classical languages are Sanskrit, Tamil, Kannada, Telugu, Mayalan, and Odia. I'll talk more about Sanskrit and classical languages later on in this episode. And although there is no official national language in India, Hindi is the language of the government, making it the de facto official language throughout India. Before 1967, India only recognized 14 official languages. Since then, that number has increased. In addition, the government allows states to teach their state language because of the great differences in culture and language from state to state. In the early 2000s, Sanskrit, Tamil, Kannada, and Telugu were made official classical languages. Following this trend, Mayalan and Odia then made classical languages in the early 2010s. The creation of classical languages was originally not backed up by scientists and linguists. Experts said that it would be foolish to consider Tamil as a classical language, but in 2004, they declared it as one anyways. Similar to Tamil, Sanskrit was considered a classical language in the mid-19th century, but was not officially declared one until 2005. They are considered classical languages because they are commonly used in poetry and literature from earlier times. While these languages can be spoken normally, they are most commonly found in texts and works of art. Official classifications for becoming a classical languages are from the Ministry of Culture and are as follows. First, you need a high antiquity of its early text slash recorded history over a period of 1500 to 2000 years. Second, you need a body of ancient literatures and texts, which is considered a valuable heritage by generations of speakers. Three, the literary tradition be original and not borrowed from another speech community. And four, the classical language and literature being distinct from modern, there may also be a discontinuity between the classical language and its later forms of its offshoots. Some benefits of having these classical languages are that there are two awards for standout scholars in these languages. Each language gets a center for studies in that language and people are assigned to be professional chairs of that language. But there are also controversies regarding this. For example, the state of Maharashtra has submitted an application to the Indian Ministry of Culture to request that Marathi be made a classical language, 
arguing that it's a language older than Sanskrit. It, however, has not been yet deemed a classical language. Moving past classical languages, because the world is becoming increasingly dependent on the English language, English is the official sub-language of the government of India. Around 125 million Indians speak English today, making it the second largest population of English speakers in a country. There are a couple language groups in India, one being the Indo-European group, which accounts for around 700 million speakers, and the second being the Dravidian group, which accounts for around 200 million speakers. The Indo-Europeans group accounts for more of the northern population and the language itself is evolved from Sanskrit. It is commonly accepted that the northern languages like Hindi emerged in 1000 CE. As for the Dravidian languages, which account for more of the southern parts of India, the origins still remain a mystery to most linguists as this group was not influenced by Sanskrit until more recent times. For writing systems, they differ largely. Between the north and south is where the most difference occurs. With regions, however, writing does not differ as much as it would from north to south. Some written language are based on Arabic script, but others originated in India. There are a staggering number of languages formally recognized in India. According to the New World Encyclopedia, the Indian census of 1961 recognized 1,652 different languages of India, and that, according to the 1991 census, 22 languages have more than a million native speakers, 50 have more than 100,000 native speakers, and 114 have more than 10,000 native speakers. The remaining languages account for a total of 566,000 native speakers. All these statistics put into perspective the vastness of languages that are spoken in India. Not only are there many languages, but the languages can be much harder to learn than other languages. While researching this, I discovered so much about linguistical diversity in India, and I hope you did too. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope everyone has a wonderful day or night wherever you are. See you next time, and thank you.